This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, and we are wrapping up 2021. It's actually, it's just I can't even believe I'm like lost for words. (laughs) I cannot believe we are wrapping up yet another year of business and life. And wow, it just, it really does go faster (laughs) the older you get. (laughs) So, wow, we are here. And as a good practice and something that we should always make sure that we do not skip, we've been talking about those things all month here. So the previous couple of episodes We've been talking about reflecting and making sure that you acknowledge your accomplishments and setting up a strategy for the upcoming year. But one of those things that I have to, and I will always remind you of, is the importance of looking back over the previous year. We already talked about those accomplishments in last week's episode, but this week I want to do a reflection exercise with you. And if you listen back, to episode number 77, you'll see our 2020 episode that is in a very similar format. So one of the things that I, one of the frameworks that I absolutely love, I mean, I talk about it all the time inside of our trainings, but we refer to it as the reflection framework, and it can be used in so many different capacities. I've talked about it here on the podcast a whole lot as well. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through and give you a behind the scenes view of that reflection framework that I just noted. And I'm going to share what we have gone through here at the Ops Authority. But I also want you to take this exact same framework, whether it's your business or your career, but I want you to use this framework looking back over the last 12 months. But before we dive in to the behind the scenes view of the Ops Authority, I want to remind you that if you are here, you're a service provider, you are here because you want to leverage your natural born gifts in the areas of project management and leadership and team development, you want to leverage those. And we're doing that already through the lens of being a service provider. But there's a lot of different ways that we can do that. And while you're here, we want to help you find the path of business that complements where you are today. You can likely tell from my journey that I have taken lots and lots of turns in my six years of being in business, and you likely have done or will do the exact same thing. So if you head on over to theopsauthority.com forward slash quiz, you're going to have an opportunity to take a quiz that's going to give you the business model that works best for you. So I'd love for you to head on over there and let us know what your results are. Theopsauthority.com forward slash quiz. Alrighty, friends, let's dive in to the reflection framework for the calendar year of 2021. Before I do that, let me tell you about the reflection framework. If this is brand new to you, I wish you could see the paper that I'm looking at right now. 
but it is literally, it's just like one piece of paper drawn into quadrants. So all I do, very simple, is draw a straight line vertically and a straight line horizontally in the middle of the paper. And now we've got four quadrants. And in the upper left-hand corner, I have what's working. These are also your wins. In the right-hand quadrant, upper right-hand quadrant, we have the not working. These are some of the obstacles you've probably worked through this year. Some of the bumps and bruises show up here. And then lower left-hand quadrant, we have the missing. The lower right is confusing. So working, not working, missing, and confusing. Missing, obviously, is just absent. It's kind of like, I know it should be here, but it's not here. And then confusing is just one of those things that you may be doing, but you don't really know why you're doing it. Or you're you're there, and it's just, there's so many question marks to it. So I am all about transparency. You guys know my number one value is candor. And that value shows up in my personal life. It also shows up in my professional life. And that really means that it's truly a deep value that is important to me. So in full transparency and in alignment with that value, I'm here to share the good, the bad, and the missing and confusing today. So let's start off with the things that really fill my cup, things that have worked well for the Ops Authority here in the calendar year of 2020. So these are wins or better known as what is working. First thing for me is that our team, and this is something, this is the thing I'm probably the the most proud about this year. We've had substantial team growth, meaning we brought on our first full-time employee this year. So we have three full-time employees. We also have some part-time contractors, and we've got nine different coaches that help us throughout the year. So our team just continues to grow. And obviously, as that grows, we are packing on (laughs) the amount of expense that we are spending in either payroll or in wages. So with that investment in our team, But of course, I'm very, very proud of how much we have invested in this team to grow this team sustainably. And at the same time, I am super proud that we still have a profit margin of 52%. So that is ironically, I was just looking at our financials, and this is as of November of 2020. So of course, we've still got four more weeks, but it won't change drastically. But that's exactly what we closed out 2020 with. So with this team growth, we are still maintaining that profit margin of 52%. Ladies, as you grow a business and as you're a part of businesses that are in that scaling phase, profit margin is one of the things that it's one of those metrics that just, to me, it means the most. It means that you have a financially sturdy business that really can navigate the hardest of times or unexpected changes. And for any of us, all of us who have navigated 2020 and 2021, we, I believe as a business owner, are certainly starting to see that there are unexpected risk and unexpected changes that are going to happen. So you can tell I'm very, very proud of that 52%. And that's really set a standard for me of how I want to continue to grow this business. The next thing under what is working is we have had zero turnover this year. Now, I absolutely love leading teams. And I hope that that is actually 
I don't know if it's apparent to you guys or not, but it's one of those things that really fills my cup. I love pouring into them. I love the community aspect, the internal community aspect that we have inside of the Ops Authority and something that really gives me the feedback of you're on the right path. You're bringing the right people into our leadership. I'm shown that with zero turnover. So we have not lost one person this year. And for that, I'm very, very grateful. Obviously, when you have turnover, that disruption can be very disruptive. (laughs) Another great win for us is the ratings that we continually have. So when I say ratings, this is from our students, the gals that are coming through our certification program. And these are our VIPs. These are the people that matter. These are the people that allow us to serve them, to show off, to do the work that we are so heavily invested in. And we continue to have unimaginable ratings. When I share these ratings with my peers and in the masterminds that I'm in, they really look at me like I'm full of it. (laughs) So I'm very, very proud of this. And when we tried to do our comparisons against the industry standards and the industry norms, we are over two times in the least better off than our same industry. So I'm very proud about that. But the ratings that I'm talking about are how our students rate our program quality, our coaching that we have brought into our certification over the last couple of years, and then also the amount of transformation that our students are going through. All of those ratings, that's exactly why we're in this business. Of course, I'm passionate about operations. But I have taken that passion and turned it into something that I can help fuel our economy, fuel other women who have that same heart, who have that same gift of service, and to be complimented with fabulous ratings and big transformations. I am just reaffirmed that this is the path that I'm supposed to be on. Another thing that is working for the Ops Authority is our delivery and our obsession with over-delivering. That is quickly becoming a value inside of our company. And it's not just me that feels this way. It's every single teammate. And you can tell that again, it's supported by the ratings that we continuously get. We are leveraging at this time a launch model. When I say a launch model, it means that we are doing some kind of conversion event, executing a marketing strategy for a period of time. And for us, we have most often used the live launch method, which I've talked about before. And this is the second year that we have done that. And we executed six different launches this year. When I say that, we are opening and closing. And so, you know, there's various business models out there and we have never leveraged an evergreen system. And actually this open close model works really well for our community, actually to build community. So that leads me to the next thing that I am just so, so proud of. And that is the fabulous, real, rich community that we have built here inside of the Ops Authority. Now, there's two different communities that I can reference here. One is the Ops Insiders, which if you're not at theopsinsiders.com, we definitely want you to come over. That's our Facebook group. And that is for service providers, project managers, people who aspire to be directors of operations. And we really use that as a continuation of this podcast. The other community that I'm referencing is our alumni group. So the Certified DOO Alumni Group Geez, ladies, we are seeing just beautiful relationships, partnerships, referrals inside of there, but we're also seeing real friendships. And 
I know that that's possible. I have been the beneficiary of many of them here in the online space. This community is different. It's very different. And it is really promising that when we market and I show up in my true self in all those conversion events that I was referencing a second ago, we're really bringing in people who align with me. And that's why I say when you show up and you teach for five days, people really get a taste if they want to continue to learn from me, or maybe I'm not their cup of tea. At this point, because we seem to be attracting people who resonate with me, we're pulling in a values-centric community, and it shows up in the quality and the depth of the relationships. Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the power of this podcast. Today, we are on episode 128, and I am amazed. When I started this, it was really at the encouragement of Esther, who is our director of marketing, and she was on her own podcasting journey, and she just kept encouraging me over and over and over to please start a podcast. She could see how powerful it was, but because of the commitment and all of those things, I kept telling myself, I'm scared. Am I ever going to have enough content, et cetera, et cetera? Ladies, we don't have one bit of trouble coming up with content here, and so if this is something that is interesting to you, don't let yourself stop that. So thank you, Esther, publicly for making making me get my booty in gear and begin this podcast. It truly is a pleasure to record these, to come into your journey, to meet you where you are, and then also to be a resource for you. It looks like we are, obviously, we're on episode number 128, and I think we've had about 70,000 downloads of our podcast. Now, I'm not here to be the world's most renowned podcast. I realize I'm talking to a small subset of people, but they're the most interesting. They're the most important people to me and to the work that I'm doing. So for every single download, friends, I thank you. I thank you for coming in here, for listening, for taking action, for allowing me to share my wisdom and blessing both of us. As much as I'm giving to you, you're giving back to me. And it's far deeper than the vanity metric of how many people are downloading this podcast. We see the power of it when we see you guys in Facebook communities and you reference back here, when you send your friends over to this podcast, when you come into the DOO certification and you tell me, oh, I already know this because I listened to your podcast. I binged it. We hear that inside of the community whenever you show up and you say, hey, Natalie, can you record a podcast on this? Because there's a community out there that needs to hear this message. Thank you, ladies, so much for making the podcast one of those things that really is working and continues to work at the end of 2021. A couple more things here. Just visibility in general. You guys probably know I was recently in Forbes. And yes, that's a significant accomplishment of of mine. And it truly wasn't something that I was actually out there going and searching for. It came to me, which is even a bigger compliment to me. But visibility in general, I'm very thrilled at, of course, the podcast having a hand on that, but our organic efforts are really paying off. So I've mentioned to you guys that candor is really important to me. On the other side of candor is curiosity. Put those two things together and those two things have single-handedly given me the, I don't know if opportunity is the right word, but they have given me that, the hunger 
to openly ask for feedback, for criticism. And with that has come a ton of compliments, which aren't always what we're looking for, of course. What I have been so grateful for this year is our community of students coming back to me When we ask them for feedback, they are giving us really, really rich feedback. It's not superficial feedback. It's not all glowing either. It is always, I really see them looking at the Ops Authority and the DOO certification as something that they're deeply proud of. And for that, they want to preserve, they want to help me to make this even a stronger community and even a more valuable certification. So as I go out and ask them and solicit feedback, they are in turn comfortable giving that to me. And I'm very, very grateful for that. I look at that as a huge win. And to layer on top of that, I want to throw this to my team because of course we hear, we listen. They are just as interested in listening. And instead of dismissing it, feeling like they're above it, they come back to me and to our community with solutions and the rate at which we are able to implement those solutions very much makes me proud. So thank you both to our students and our peer community, as well as the team for making all of those changes that come in and being able to do so on the fly. I mean, even if we're in the middle of a cohort, we don't mind adding some additional things. We actually had a coaches meeting recently where the coaches were giving us some feedback and Alex went to work, rearranged kind of the way that we deliver content. And so we're really excited for 2022 to take their feedback and make this even a more robust, impactful certification. And I'm going to wrap up with what's working with this one piece here. I spent much of this year preparing for a big project coming up this next year in Q1, and that is to re-record every single piece of our content, to look at it holistically and see how we can improve this. And oh my goodness, you guys are going to be in for it. If you're joining us in 2022, you're going to see the fruits of all of this work. We have been on a massive quest to do this. And I'm not going to lie, I've had a lot of perfectionism and that has slowed me down. But one thing that has really helped me throughout that process and this project is to be very clear on our promise. And I think as entrepreneurs, especially in our early days, that promise is very, very big because we want to solve all the problems. And if you're listening to this podcast today, you're a problem solver and an action taker, just like me. And so when I really looked at this, I was saying, man, not what is your particular problem that you're going to be solving? And is it too big? So through doing that, and really as I'm looking through all of the content that we're going to be re-recording, Nat, what is your promise? What is the promise? Coming back to the promise to make sure that we use that promise as a guardrail for saying no. And here's the fruit of that. We've got a lot of people. I mean, there's just we an infinite amount, really, of great partners, previous students, people who have complementary products to us. And we are getting clearer and clearer on what that promise is. And in turn, we're going to be able to, when we identify something that's outside of our promise, we're going to create a referral space for us to be able to send you our student, our community on to the right partner for them. So this is just the beginning of a secondary project that we're going to have coming up in 2022 that I think you're going to be very grateful for. 
So that is everything that I feel is working. At least that's what came to my mind as I was doing this reflection exercise. And I'm not going to lie, I went back and listened to episode 77. And I also read those show notes to say, hmm, let's see that reflection, not only from 2021, kind of month by month and things and objective by objective, but how did I feel in 2020 about that tumultuous year? So this is something that has a lot of power. And if you can document this, there's a lot of joy in going back and looking over that and comparing it from year to year. So the next thing, a little less fun, but things that did not work in 2021. First of all, I'm gonna caveat this by saying, these are all things that we tried And I'm all about trying, evaluating, and pivoting if we need to. And sometimes that's an offer. Sometimes that's a tactic. Sometimes that's a team member. You just never know. So for me, what I feel didn't work in 2021 was our paid ads. Now, we have always done paid ads internally, and we're going to continue to use a paid ad strategy. I'm feeling like we have really increased the amount of money that we're spending on ads. I do not believe that this has anything to do with our team that is running them. I think it has everything to do with the iOS changes. And, you know, it's very, very hard to retarget today. I won't go into a marketing, um, (laughs) I won't go into the marketing depth there, but that's just one of those things. I just keep wondering, did we really get a true return on our investment there? I really won't know because the data is getting more cumbersome and just not as easy to see where that clear return is. It's not just the ad's fault either. It's also the way that we pull people in. We're an application-based business. And so, you know, there's a few things that we're doing that have made it hard to quantify. But overall, we spent four times more on paid ads this year. And I'm not really sure that paid made any more difference than the significance of our organic non-paid marketing. Another thing, I'm being very candid with you friends, but another thing that didn't work is everyone reporting to me. Now, I've been in business now for six years. I was an executive in corporate before then. I have plenty of years in management. I would say I'm an expert project manager and a fantastic people leader, and I love pouring into people. Now, that's the good part. The hard part is when you have an expanding team and you continue to have everyone reporting to you, (laughs) it just, it gets really cumbersome. And the reality for me, which may be different for you and certainly for anyone who's a greater visionary than me, is the decision making. So I am oftentimes frustrated. And I have found myself this way over the year. I I know many times I went to my husband and he would say, what's wrong? And I would say, oh, I'm just so mad at myself. I'm having the hardest time making decisions. And I have learned from that this year. And what it caused me to do is take a real look at our organizational structure. And we have a new structure that we just announced to our team a couple of weeks ago. But we are going to Really, we're doing that for many, many reasons. First of all, I believe that having this leadership team will allow me to truly be the leader of the company, the brand, the vision, and pull these experts in who are oh so qualified to lead in the three departments that we have inside of the ops authority. One of those being marketing, obviously operations, and then our coaching department. So 
when we do that, they are going to take over the growth and development for the people that report to them. And with that, even though it didn't work this year, I believe I'm hoping, I'm putting it out there that that's something that we're going to be celebrating next year is the advancement of our team, the way we're able to pour into them, how quickly we can make decisions and pivot. And really, I think if I'm less a part of that, we're going to be able to do that in a much faster clip. Alrighty, what is missing? So missing is coaching for me. I have almost never been unsupported when it comes to my growth and development. And after making some real significant expenses and contributions to other people and organizations, I really found my place myself at a place where I wasn't feeling like I was getting as much out of it as I needed to. So when my commitment wrapped up, I just took a pause and I have honestly been without a coach since July. I still leverage my mastermind, which is, it may be all I need because we are extremely active. They are sister-like friends of mine. They are all in different types of businesses, but they have a vested, vested, deep vested interest in my business. We also skip away two times a year, but I don't have a dedicated coach. And so that is missing for me right now. And I really have a big question mark if I'm going to be on that journey. I certainly know I'll be there again, but being a little bit more critical in what it is and how it is that I need to be supported and what that looks like for me. Another thing that's missing here is that marketing metrics. So I'm looking for getting some clarity, more clarity in 2022, kind of like what I was describing with, you know, not having the ability to find out how effective those paid ads are. Not always just, a you know, a data issue, but just looking at some things and how we're growing, you know, is our Pinterest strategy working? And, you know, we put a lot of these, we implement, we're able to implement things, and we look at them, we monitor them, but I want to make sure that we have just a better comprehensive way of knowing that that effort is in the right place when we need to double down, when we need, when we need to pull back. And so in total, I'm going to say marketing metrics were missing. And then this is kind of a blessing and I can't even say it's a curse, but this is our affiliate traffic. So we are on round 13 of the Director of Operations Certification Program. We started using affiliates round four, which was two years ago. And those affiliates were, you know, they were slow to start off. And as our community grew and some of the relationships that I was making and working on started to pay off, that affiliate traffic increased quite a bit. We have seen in 2021 that affiliate traffic is just not near as much as it used to be. The blessing part of that is that we're doing a lot of organic on our own. And so we're seeing lots of people come in through the podcast, through referrals, but true affiliate traffic is way, way down. All right, we're going to wrap it up with what is confusing. Ladies, <laughs> you guys here, y'all are going to empathize with me, but hopefully you're all using a project management system and software. Well, we have used Trello when the business was smaller and when I started, honestly, I love Trello. I knew Trello. That's where I got my hands dirty in managing projects outside of corporate. And so it became very easy for me and something I just loved. I actually thought at the very beginning, you know, five or six years ago, that's what I was going to be teaching. <laughs> so here we are. 
long story short, or maybe longer, we transitioned from Trello into ClickUp. And we did that this year because as we managed the team, the team wasn't really jiving with Trello. And the more I look at it, it's kind of difficult and cumbersome for bigger growing teams. So with the team's guidance, we selected ClickUp to move over to. And ladies, it's confusing. (laughs) It's not only confusing for me, it's been really confusing for some of our core team members. And we're looking to get that really buttoned up this year and to fully leverage that software for what it is. Speaking of software, something else that's confusing is we continue to have some software duplication. So we've got a couple different softwares that can be email service providers. We've got a couple that can be payment processors. So we're looking to always minimize the expense of that, but also the cumbersomeness, if that's a word, of the software that we're using. And at the same time, not compromising the customer or student experience as we onboard and offboard. So software is always confusing and (laughs) it's just one of those things that continues to pop up. Another confusing thing, six launches, question mark. So I absolutely love doing our scope creep solution. It's a training that I love. I'm very, very passionate about. We're actually improving it. So if you're interested in the scope creep solution, I definitely want you to be all ears on deck in January because we'll be running another one at the end of that month. But with that, we have leveraged six different launches in 2021. That's a lot for a team. And so when I say that this is confusing, the team really came to me and said, hey, Nat, are you sure we need to be doing six? Let's consider doing less. And so Alex, with all of her grace and all of her genius, came to me and really helped me to see that we could still reach our goals and do this fewer times in a year. So six was confusing for the team. And with that, gathering some data, it looks like we're going to be moving to four launches for 2022. Oh, since we're on confusing, I am tempted so many times during a month on bringing a new product to life. Ladies, if you, I mean, I I really, I would not be teaching this because it's outside of my promise, but simplification was everything that doubled and tripled how many people we were able to serve, you know, what our financials look like. And so I know the power of one product. And that one product for us has been the DOO certification. But I'm telling you, I'm normal. Well, I don't know if I'm normal, but I am no different than a lot of other entrepreneurs out there who continuously come up with a new product, a new thing. And good thing for me, I don't take really fast action and I've got an amazing team who can be extremely candid with me, but that is something that's confusing me right now. And I can't tell you with certainty that we are or we are not going to have a new product in 2022 because I truly don't know. But the amount of ideas that I have are many, many, many. Alrighty, friends. So that's a wrap of my reflection framework. Thank you for spending some time with me today for me to get that out of my head, for me to document this, just like I went back to episode number 77. Next year, I'll be coming back to episode number 128 to see what we have here. And as we look forward to, well, as I value the reflection, I'm excited about what we have coming up in 2022 and 
One of those, just to share a few things with you guys, we're expanding our team. We are currently growing our marketing team and our operations team, likely going to be growing our hiring team as well as our coaching support team in 2022. So lots of continued growth. And at the same time, I already gave you a little bit of a preview, but we're going to have all new content, a complete redesign of our DOO certification program that we have leveraged the feedback from our existing community, as well as some experts in in user experience and course design. So I'm really excited to pull that together for you guys. You should see anyone who's already come through the certification. One of the benefits of being in partnership with us is once we make a commitment, we're going to make sure that you have the most up-to-date content with you regardless of when you came in. So it's not like you only get access for 12 weeks, 12 months, anything like that. So we're excited to roll this out to our full community, existing students, as well as any students that are going to be joining us moving forward. Like I mentioned, we are going to have four cohorts this year instead of six. So if you're excited and and you're curious about becoming a director of operations, make sure you are following us and you are joining us for Scope Creep Solution at the end of January. And that's CEO time really looking and leaning into CEO development, leadership development, making sure that the brand, the team is all on track and just as invested as they have been in the past. At the same time, you know, growing in my own leadership. Yes, I have led in corporate. Yes, I have led in really in so many facets of my life, led others, but this is a little different. <laughs> I'm telling you this, the organization is getting bigger. And at the same time, you know, it's not just leading humans anymore. It's leading humans. It's leading something tangible and intangible, meaning humans and the brand. And at the same time, still deepening and building relationships that are going to allow us to get to the next version of what the DOO certification is and can be. So those are a few things that are coming up in 2022. Friends, thank you so much for being a part of my journey. I am deeply blessed and I appreciate you spending all the time that you do with me. You make a significant difference to me. And I know that with you showing up here and allowing me to speak into you and to encourage you and give you, you know, straight tactics on what you can do, how to have difficult conversations, you know, what kind of marketing you can use. I just thank you. I thank you for allowing me to be a part of your life, be a part of the things that you listen to every single week. I'm very, very grateful. And as we wrap up this year, specifically on the podcast, next week is a big, big, big episode. I hope you tune in for it. It's a two-parter. So we're going to wrap up 2021. We're also going to kick off 2022 with the second part of the State of the Union for Service Professionals. So I hope you'll join us next week. We've got a panel of seven experts, my peer community of those ladies who are teaching and mentoring service providers. So make sure you come on in next week. We look forward to seeing you guys. Y'all have a fantastic day. Oops, I almost forgot. Would you head on over to theopsinsiders.com With every single episode of the Ops Authority podcast, we have an Ops activity of the week or for this specific 
episode. So head on over to theopsinsiders.com. We'll welcome you into our Facebook community. And the action I want you to do to make sure that you just didn't take notes. And yes, I wanted you to be like right next to me, like we were in a coffee shop or maybe at a wine bar chatting about the reflections that I've had in 2021. I want you to tell me I know we celebrated wins last week with your accomplishments. I want you to tell me what is confusing. Just give me one thing that is confusing that has been confusing in 2021 for you. Remember the reflection framework, what is working, not working, missing, and confusing. Let's focus on that last one. And here's why. If you can identify what is confusing, you can create a strategy around it. So drop on into theopsinsiders.com. Let us know what is confusing. And ladies, make sure you tune in next week for an episode I know you're going to love. Thanks so much for being here. Have a fantastic holiday. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.